Hello everyone and welcome to the Northerners Car Show. You'll listen to this on Spotify or most podcast platforms, which is our motoring-themed podcast featuring both father and son. You can also find us on YouTube to see our clips and shortened versions of the podcast. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello everyone and welcome to episode three of season two. Yes, we are still going. I think we're going to stick at it for a while. I don't know about you. Um... Names, I'm obviously Ethan, and this is... Uh, yeah, Daryl on the other side. Yeah, we're somewhat getting pressure at this. Um, God, there's a lot to talk about this week. Is there? Yeah, there is. Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. What a, <laughs> what a stud. No poster. <laughs> what a stud. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll start with the poster. So essentially, um, for those who watch our clips on YouTube, not our full episodes, because they're obviously on Spotify, but in fact, you can watch the visuals on Spotify, can't you? Mm. So anyone that watches it, with video, don't know why you want to watch us for that long, but there you go. We usually, where I'm pointing now, at uh, the wall, is we usually have a Ayrton Senna McLaren F1 poster. Now, essentially, when I was, uh, that was temporary, obviously. Now, when I was, like, sort of redesigning, let's say. Messing. Messing with the studio for season two. Uh, we have a poster that usually sits over there in a nice frame. And I listed it on the um, radiator there. And I turned my back for one second, and it fell, and all the glass fell out of it. it. didn't smash, but fell out of it, and so did all the wood. So we just stuck it to the wall, but now, uh, yeah, it's fixed. So we are kind of missing a spot, mm. aren't we? Yeah, something nicely motor-related, you Maybe know. Maybe a sponsor? Yeah, I, I, <coughs> I was thinking of uh, emailing a few places. You know, these, these canvas art places? Give us Bang something nice, there. and we'll make you show a sponsor, and we'll get yeah, a picture. Yeah, that'd be quite cool. And then it'd make it look a lot less bare. Mm. Speaking of bare, anyone that is watching... <laughs> uh, yeah. I want to see my terrible attempt at making an MX-5 The back looks quite good And the front I gave up So it kind of looks like a weird animal So that's why it's facing forwards This is not very good for a oh, podcast Oh, I thought it was the other way around No, this isn't very good for a podcast Because look, um, it has a long bonnet and a short back Which would which suit that Yeah, but then I started doing the back and thought Right, that looks alright And then I realised I was running out of space on the chassis This isn't also <laughs> This isn't really What you could do is Considering we're an audio podcast well, podcasts in general are audios, and we're literally just speaking about things that are missing in the room. You could finish the 911 Lego car, couldn't you? Shut up. Right, um, so we've covered the uh, sponsor that we yeah, want. Yeah. Let's get on to Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, because I went on uh, Instagram in early exciting. hours, and I hadn't been on for a few days, and I noticed that you'd liked a post, and when I read it, it was Jeremy's public <laughs> apology. Hang on. It's, it's so Jeremy's funny. public apology of what he said about Meg. So what's your take on it, on, on the apology itself? The apology itself, um, I think it's the least Jeremy thing he's ever done in his life. I think that was completely scripted and he didn't even write it himself, I'll be honest. I don't think it reads very well either. Well, let me just, I'm just going to load it up on Instagram right now. Um, but I'll tell you one thing for sure. Um, he did not write that. His lawyers told him to write that. Well, somebody has, but... One of the strangest uh, things I've noticed in recent times is the MP... I mean, it's you can you can see a little bit of Jeremy Clarkson ish in there, but I don't think it's written by Jeremy. I tell you what bugs me is the is the page where it says he wrote it in a hurry and and clicked it click send without checking it. Yeah, and I, I think that's real. I, I yeah. can't believe that. Yeah, I don't believe that. Funnily enough, there's no comments allowed on that post. They've yeah, no, I've noticed. Um, I because I'm looking, at, I'm tempted to look at this on a MacBook. I can't actually look at um the the carousel of different pictures, but I can see the first one. Um, so what what do you think to what he actually said then? Well, I, 
Well, I'm still, I'm still annoyed that he he tried saying he clicked send and all the rest, because do you know how many people read the Daily Sun print version every day? A lot. Two and a quarter million people. Yeah. Right? If I if I put something on Facebook, if I replied to something, I double, triple check spelling. Your fifty friends. Spelling, grammar, yeah, anything, everything. so nobody can pull me up, right? And there's no way he's put that in that paper without somebody proofreading it, mm-hmm. without an editor seeing it. Mm-hmm. And if you if it's going out to that many people, you double check it. You don't just send that. I don't I don't believe it. Well, um, Okay, what? Let's tell me about. Tell me what you think about what he actually said. The words that came out of his mouth. I'm not going to directly quote it because I can't remember. But it was something like, "Meghan Markle, I hope she's forced to run naked or parade through every town in the UK while people throw excrement at her." I thought it was quite funny. It was yeah, meant to be a Game of Thrones reference, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but you didn't know that, did you? And a lot of people no, don't watch it. No, I just thought it, it funny. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was funny, as anyone else would. See, I'll tell you what I think. After, uh, do you want to add anything else onto that, by the way? No, I'll just tag on the end of your bit. Well, I'll tell you what I think. I think, uh, firstly, it was funny. Secondly, it was a joke. Thirdly, he said things about suicide bombers, Hitler, and much worse things. Admittedly, people were softer back then. Putin, he got to Putin in that book, I've read. Uh, admittedly, yeah, exactly. Uh, admittedly, people were more tolerant back then to the funny jokes. I mean, if you watch Mock the Week, the stuff that they said on there compared to the newer Mock the Weeks completely different that you had Frankie Boyle going mental in the same way that Jeremy went mental and he's toned it down still then again I mean he commented on George Michael jumping out of a car on the last grand you know one of the the French one they did Mm. to the make out of George Michael I don't really care because it's a Jeremy thing to say I I just laughed when I saw it I thought yeah it's Jeremy move on you know Mm. you should expect it of him and now, what I want to comment on is his um, potential breaking up with Amazon. I don't know if he actually has. And IT, ITV's on about it now. I don't know if he actually has done it, but... Wait, ITV, so a millionaire. Hmm. Well, here's the thing. He's 63 years old this year. He's worked all his life. He's probably got a net worth of... Got to be over a billion pound. Hmm. Does he care? I don't know. Who cares anymore? The Grand Tour's going down the down the toilet it's getting worse as they go along the Clarkson Farms thing was funny on the first episode it's I mean I found it a bit boring to be fair really it took me a while to get through it second and then the series two it's going to dial down no one will care Millionaire it was funny while when Piers Monger went on now no one really cares and not to mention if ITV do that they're going to lose a lot of followers because I know a lot of people watched it just because Jeremy was on it like us do hmm. well nobody's and indispensable they still, and they still have Drive Tribe on the YouTube channel not that Jeremy does a lot on that and then, don't forget, Jeremy's got his farm shop. Oh, yeah. We, oh, we've been there, haven't we? We have. Um, but, yeah, I think... And another thing. It's safe he does lose it with Amazon Prime. And even ITV. He's got no one, yeah? No one to broadcast to. All right. This is just a big opportunity for someone like Netflix to come in, do it all again. Like what happened with the BBC. Or maybe BBC to come back. Ooh. Imagine. No, that ain't happening. But there you go. He's burned the bridges. I At think. the end of the day... I mean, Jeremy's not going to get sent to prison for what he said. Let's be honest. No, but you know, if you'd have said that about a, a member of the royal family, like 150, 200 years ago, you'd have been hung. You said this earlier, and what I said in response was, um, if Meghan Markle existed 102 years ago, or whatever, she'd also have been hung by now. <laughs> yeah, well, why? I mean, Diana she, she got d- done 30 years ago. Well, it's not, uh, we're, not, <laughs> we're not going down the conspiracy road theory, again. theory road again like last yeah, week. Definitely let's not. Let's be honest. That I mean, that sort of stuff happened 30 years ago. So mm. she was, 
let's be honest. I mean, I've seen a lot of people say that Meghan Markle is essentially Diana Mark II, with the way she's being treated. Uh, well, I can I, say it. Yeah, I don't care so much about that. But there you go. Um, so the, yeah. I think I think to cop, to top it, Jeremy was doing all right until he started apologising. Yeah, he should have just shut up. Yeah. Or just or just I don't know. And try not to day, make excuses. He's not so much a comedian, but like that is part of his following. And comedians say it all the time. That's why people buy the paper. Yeah, it's like bums on seats. Yeah, back in the theatre days, yeah. people go to see it because they know something exciting is going to happen. At the end of the day, it was a joke. And a joke is a joke. A joke's not as bad as the real thing. Just remember, though, Jeremy might like be that. popular to me and you. Yeah, I know. But to a lot of oh, other people... lots of people that don't like end. him. That's, yeah, I get that. Anyway, <laughs> there's this Jeremy bashing, or pro-Jeremy in that case. Talking of being naughty. Naughty? Did you hear about uh, your favourite activist during the week? Greta got arrested, didn't she? She didn't get arrested. She got picked up off the floor by a German. She got uh, leg and a swing. Did, did you ever do I leg and a swing? It. No, but I saw school. it. It was Basically, very, very funny. They pick you up by the ankle, they pick you up by the shoulders, and they cart you off and throw you. Well, I think that kind of happened. Over deserved. Uh, not over deserved. Over due. Over due. Absolutely. She should have got that when she was stood outside of school morning. Well. Anyway. Um, I lied to my week. What? It was a highlight of my life. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, laugh. <laughs> I, I think I saw it this morning. Um, but anyway, um, so essentially, I'm obviously turning 17 soon. Yeah. Very soon, three months' time. Yeah. And I obviously need to learn how to drive. Allegedly. Well, uh, it would have got you to where you're going on Saturday. And instead, I've got to drive you. Where are you going on Saturday? Well, this isn't car-related at all, but I guess we'll touch very quickly on it. So, uh, English pool, you know. Eight Red ball, yellows, pool. eight ball pool in England. Yeah. Uh, you can play that at national level, and essentially, I've got a trial for that for England for under the eighteens this weekend. Well, tomorrow when you listen to this podcast, because it'll be on the Saturday. Yeah, basically, you've got to be ranked in the top sixty-four of in your the com- county. No, sixty-four oh, in the country yeah. or or eight in your region. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so back Good to driving lessons. Yeah, <laughs> back to driving lessons. It's just so annoying. The problem is, is there's too many to pick from. Yeah. It's like walking in a big sweetie shop. Yeah. I mean, it's so saturated, isn't it? I mean, there's all these uh, franchises online. We can pass you in a week and all the rest of it. I had one on the other week, uh, a few days ago. Give me the phone number, rang it up. Phone number don't work anymore. Oh, we will get back to your email within 10 working days. Have they got back to you yet? It took him six days. Oh, did they get back to you? Oh, yeah. What did they say? But thanks for your inquiry. Uh, is it manual or automatic that you're interested in? I put manual, but if it takes you six days to reply to an email, I'm afraid I'm going somewhere else. Did you send that? Yes. Have you got back? Nope. When did you send that? Uh, about two days ago. Still could get back in six days. It could. But, but the problem is, is if, if they clam, clam open, you're not getting your lessons, what are they going to be like trying to get money back That's off? the thing, right, with these seven-day things, I don't know, because we haven't looked, have you, I presume you've looked at a lot of them, to be fair, but like... You can have the seven-day package, learning seven days, passing seven days, all-inclusive, yeah? The problem is, you pay for it, but you don't know when that seven days is going to be. My birthday's on the 24th of April, yeah? Mm. We, we have no say on when that seven days is going to be, do we? It'll give us some options to choose from, but they could be September. Yeah, seven days, but it's no, also but you, seven you, days you in September. You paid your money then as well. Exactly, you can't get it back. Not, they're not replying to email. This is the problem. So, um, what are we going to do? 
we could go local and just say, go to get him in as quick as yeah. you can. Yeah. Uh, but I talked to a guy today in uh, Co-op Car Park. He's a driving. This is where I want to come in on this. Why don't you finish? What got you're a, he's got a month month backlog. Right, essentially, and the, the other thing that you was on about. So driving, t- uh, uh, well, instructors, they can't, or you, it'll be very difficult to turn up to them and say, I want to do the test now, with no hours under your belt. Well, they don't seen. know who you are. Exactly. Problem I have is, they're the ones who are deeming when I am ready to take the test, yeah? Yeah. The problem with that is, they're going to want me to do as many hours under their belt as they can get. So I might be ready in three hours, but the prices, which we'll get onto in a minute, 70 quid an hour, let's, let's put him in for another five. He might be ready, but I won't tell him that. We'll do ten. You see what I mean? This yeah, is the problem. Yeah. They can decide when it's the test. And I don't know the law behind this. I don't know if you have to have their permission to take the test or you can do it whatever, yeah? Mm. But that, that, for me, that is going to be very annoying. What that, what that guy told me this after is don't go to a, an, an instructor and mm. say, my practical test is on this day because I won't touch you because it's up to them to assess you and say, right, you are ready for your test now. That's the thing. It depends, though, how truthful they really are. We're not going to know because what? they're not going to tell anyone. <sighs> yeah, but... You see what I mean, though, don't you? Yeah, I don't hear many bad things about them, though. I know, but, like... To be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. If you were in their position and you could charge this kid another 70 quid for times five, yeah? Hmm. You're going to do it. Well, I wouldn't. It's like... <laughs> It's like trying to get a guy to tarmac your if drive, that, If that it? we all live in. No, I wouldn't. I know a lot of people that would. And what's to say these people aren't going to do that? Well, then people that would obviously aren't driving. Anyway, we'll get back onto the uh, pricing. Mm. I spoke because our economics teacher, he's a little bit older than us. He's only in his mid-twenties. He also told us that he's 64,000 in student debt. How much? £64,000 at 24 years old. Anyway. I, I know. I know people with more. Anyway. So he told us when he learned to drive, I don't know when, but um, it cost him uh, 45 quid. No, 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 it cost him 20 quid an hour when he learned to do it. Mm. I think the going rate is uh, late 20s an hour, maybe 30. Unless you go to the crash course thing, some of them are doing 20 hours and it's over a £1,000 and it's working out about 50, 70 quid an hour. You're paying yeah. a premium yeah. to get out, the, get it to get it done. Yeah. Now, and we'll go, we've already touched on that, the fact that premium doesn't matter when we don't know when it's going to be. I mean, I could wait while you've passed your theory and then ring them up and say, right, when have we got? Uh, b- but there, there could be months could be or May. weeks. It could be May. You know. Uh, the last thing I want to touch on, well, there's two more things, three things, if you include the question we're going to ask you. Um, the first thing is, I see a big business opportunity here. A company needs to come along and say, we will do it when you ask us to in seven days. There needs to be a company that is out there and gives you information. You know, every problem we're encountering, we need a company that can combat all these and they will do very well. Yeah, but they've got to guarantee that, you know, you might be or rubbish. What, or Are what, they going to pass you if, no, you're, if you're rubbish? No, that's fine. But say if, say if, all right, you do get your seven days, but we'll tell you when it is. You know, like these companies aren't, but hmm. we'll tell you. That's, that's what the company, there needs to be a company that does that. Mm. You know what I mean? And very truthful. Not going to give you. They're going to give you the bare minimum to take this test. I have got one in in, in mind for tomorrow. Yeah, a couple. Um, the other thing I want to touch on. I didn't mention this to you, but say <laughs> if into McLaren test is it? Please. No, this no. is still related to this. It's my first car actually. So when am I going to get my first car? Because we don't really know. I mean, we say say if you give me it on my birthday, twenty fourth, yeah. And I don't. I'm not. 
on the road until May. What are we going to do? You just drive around with me. Oh, we're going to get the... Oh, uh, yeah, I'll play with on you. my first car. Yeah, yeah, you oh, can still fine. drive it. So we'll forget, we'll forget what I was just going to bring up. Anyway, so uh, because we are taking forever in this first half, and we're going to get on to our very interesting second half that we've already mentioned, um, we have got a question for the people at home to do with the driving lesson, actually. Yeah, let's see how many of you still remember uh, <laughs> all your stuff. Would you have known this? You didn't have to do a theory, did you? It's not a theory. Is it not? No, it's not part of the theory. It's part of the practical, and it's probably the, the last the thing. They ask you right at the... Oh, they used to, they used to ask you right, right at Do the you, end. Would you know the answer? No. Right, so this is the question. What is the stopping distance from 70 miles an hour according to the highway code? Mm. And with that, we will see you in the second half. Yep, the answer could be less than you think. No, it's loads more. Anyway, <laughs> see you in the second half. Right. Hello and welcome back to part two. Are you ready for the answer that you definitely didn't expect? Who got it right and who I went on not, Google? I, this is ridiculous. It so needs updating, doesn't it? It really does. It's shocking. Yeah, what you got to cater for is people in a one light later I go who will just... Or uh, people that are driving a Fortran. Can you tell me my car is stopping? Yeah, and no. then they have a crash and yeah. yeah. Oh, there's people that are still driving a Capri from 1965. Not wrong with Capri. <laughs> Maybe the brakes. Anyway, so the answer is, I don't know because you've got the answer and I don't. What's the answer? 96 metres. 96 metres. That's including thinking distance, yeah. which is about five car length Yeah. at that speed. 96 metres, that's quite from, from 70 miles an hour? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have known that. Um, that's something I'm going to have to know though, isn't it? You're going to have to get them. The whole row. There's a whole row of them. I am. So. Anyway, so we will come into our second half topic. And it's not even a topic. We're literally just going to sit here and um, have a live auto trader sesh. Oh, we now. So basically, what I'm going to do, I'm going to sort of say like 10 grand. There's no criteria for this. 10 grand, whatever I find interesting, I'm just going to go through and talk about it. I'm literally going to scroll here live on the podcast. Meanwhile, you, uh, I don't really know what you're going to do. What are you going to do? I'm going to find some exotics. You know when people say, I can't afford a Ferrari. What's cheapest Ferrari? Yeah. yeah, Yeah, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so I guess I'll start. I've literally just gone... The only criteria I've put into AutoTrader is up to £10,000, uh, minimum of 200 horsepower, and 16 less than 8. So pretty much a car enthusiast car, Yeah. essentially. Yeah. So um, there's some decent stuff on here, you know, for £10,000. That's not bad. That's a lot of money. A 2012 Focus ST 3. They didn't do an RS in this. Oh, they did do an RS in this generation, the Mark III RS. Mm. Focus R- I love that car. I think it's really good. Sadly departed. Yeah. Although you never know, they could do one in the future. Oh no, the Focus, isn't the Focus going with the Golf? Focus is going, so there'll be no Focus RS. The, not the Golf's going, the Polo. Mm. Uh, 250 brake from them. Front wheel drive, that might not break down. Right. Audi S3, 2002. I mean, that is old, but four wheel drive, manual Audi. I do like the way they look. What engine are they going then? 1.8. What's that? Old S3 from 2002. 1.8 it says. Uh, yeah, it could be my Polo engine. Jet, seriously, it could be. Uh, wait, how much power though? Um, a different turbo on that, so it probably will be. Uh, spec, performance, 225 brake. Mm. It really could be. 206 newton meters of torque, but this will be a manual, I would have thought. Manual, manual, manual. Uh, yeah, manual. Not a bad car. Hmm. I remember one of my mates said he could get a quote on them for very cheap, and I said, that's a load of ass. <laughs> 
Vauxhall Vectra 2.8 uh, V6. Turbo, jeez. What's that? Are you on the under five hundred pounds section there? No, that was that was just an ad that came up four grand. Oh, there's a lot of car for the money. Although it's a Vauxhall, so there you go. And I don't care if you own a Vauxhall. <laughs> Audi Q5. I know someone's got one of them. Uh, BMW 530D 2012. That's not bad. What do you think of the five series? You'd never have one, would you? Too big. No, nope. too big. Yeah, I like an M5. Um, they did the thirty like year version. It's like thirty Yara or something like that, of that M5. It's really rare. Um, they it's basically 30 year, but in German. In German. Uh, Corsa VXR, 6,865 pounds, 202 horsepower. It's the Nürburgring edition. Is then it? again, couldn't care. Although it's got very nice seats. Great seats. Yeah. Uh, 730D BMW, 2011. That's a lot of car for the money. 240 brake. Three right. litre diesel. That's a lot of car for them. That will be awesome inside. Is your bargain of the week? Yeah, I didn't do the bargain of the week considering the fact that we are literally looking at bargains. <laughs> well, if you can call them that bargains. That is such a good looking car for the money. I'm also going to be going absolutely berserk putting pictures up. <laughs> although, keep up. although I will say if 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 the cars, if I'm saying the cars too quickly, I, I can't put pictures on for long enough because it'll be a splash. So I may not put them up so don't be expecting them but a lot of people know what a 5 Series looks like. Do they know what a, a, a Ferrari 456 looks like? I know what it looks like. I love them. It is the cheapest one. How much? Oh, wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. Um, 45. 35,000. Really? Mm. That's got to be Game high mileage. The the 34,000. What miles? Hmm? What about uh, Gearbox? Uh, it has one. <laughs> is it an automatic? I have no idea. All right. Um, oh, my yeah, days. Yeah, it's automatic. You can get a TT. The new shape TT for £10,000. Mark 3. Red one there. It's a categorised. Oh, God. But, I mean, you could probably get one. I mean, it's... No, it's not that much, actually. Oh, that's nice. Giulietta Quadrifoglio. Have you seen the interior on Quadrifoglio Alphas? Even the Mitos. Hmm. Also, I finally understood what the Alfa Romeo lineup actually means. Quadrifoglio means nice, pretty much. Right. I tell you what, but there's quite a gap between the, the cheapest Ferrari and the second cheapest. Second cheapest is a Mondial or a 360. It must have gone because it's a California. Oh, is it? Mm, oh, is that one I showed you the other day? Yeah, with the tan uh, tan we, leather. I think at one point we'll do a we'll do a retirement car for you episode. But you want to see the one below it? 360. That is a piece of work. 76. A Mondial. Ferrari 430. F430. F430. 76 grand. Being automatic though, isn't it? Uh, oh, nice. I probably should have put in non-categorised cars on my searching. In black. That is nice. Mm. It, it's an F1 gearbox, though, and it's a very early 430. Like that. Quick dig at Auto Trader here. Not much of one, but one at least. Can you stop putting sponsored cars in searches? Because I'm getting a Nissan Leaf over and over. I've seen it four times on this one page. That's how they get the money. I know, but it's annoying. They're paid to put that there. If, if the car fits my searches, yeah, like this 208 GTI, uh, 208 GTI, what are they called? 208 GTI. 208 GTI. 1.6, 205 horsepower. That fits my criteria, and it's an advert, so therefore I want to see it. But I don't want to see just some random Prius. We're not get, are we not getting the new Prius? That's a good, uh, uh, <laughs> good mention. I don't think so. Sadly not. Mm, I've also cocked up this uh, Ferrari thing. I haven't put low to high. 
You just, so you just went unfeatured. There is a, a, a gap of only about 15. There's got to be a Mondial somewhere. Yeah, there. 37,000. You can get a Tuareg V6. That's asking for trouble. Oh, that's nice. Convertible 6 Series. Diesel, though. Diesel convertibles. No. See, absolutely unless not. You, unless you enjoy gassing yourself, yeah. then it's not my thing. That's yeah. a lot of car. I mean, this is like the... <laughs> Completely unreliable, but look at that for ten thousand pounds. A six litre, four hundred and forty horsepower V twelve seven series. Yeah. My mate's dad had one of them, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Remember? It's the car I fell asleep in. Because it's just that like smooth. Yeah. And then uh, the gearbox went on it, so there you go. <laughs> in fact, I mentioned that seven series when we did his um thirty car car thirty car three car garage. We I fell asleep when we came back from um the NEC. Yeah. That was Auto last week. Sport, what heard, a letdown that I've was. I've heard bad things about it. What an absolute letdown. A lot oh of negative comments on it. That is a gorgeous car. Mark IV R32 Volkswagen Golf. 3.2 litre V6. Honestly, when I'm older, if... See, the plan is when I'm older, I kind of want to have a couple of cars, obviously. Yeah? But mm -hmm. I'm not talking like you, like a 20 grand and a 20 grand car. Give or take. I want like a couple of, you know, like three or four, like five each or maybe one at ten. You know, that sort of thing. And one of these would be awesome to have, an R32 Golf. Is it the one with the chrome on, like the front? It's the Mark IV, not the Mark V. Oh. That was the first car to feature a DSG gearbox from the VW Group. Okay. In 2003, this car is, but I think they might have done it before that. I think it was O2. Oh. There's no way that's £10,000. It's a face... Look at that! 5 litre V8 Jaguar XFR 2009. Look at that for £10,000. I like the wheels. That's an awesome looking car. That is a lot of car for ten grand. you have got a lot of pictures to put up. You're not going to get this done by midnight. <laughs> oh, this car's been modded. It's been modded to hell. Go on, the cheapest Lamborghini in the country. It's Amos. obviously a Gallardo. Yeah. No doubt. It will be a 03 car. Yeah. Oh, you can get more than newer than that. 05. We get an 06, but how much? Hard one, this. 60. 63. I'm, I'm genuinely... I like, to, I like to credit myself for being good at guessing used car prices. That's beautiful, the orange one. There's a... Uh, oh, that's a good point. It is, to be fair, but that is asking for trouble. Absolutely dying to blow up that car. Why is it not reliable? Have you watched James' videos when he owned one? He bought one for £40,000. And what happened to it? What didn't happen to it? Oh. Everything. Also, you know the Mark VI Golf R? Ten grand? Not bad. I mean, it has been modified. Mm. Um, you see, they never did that well, did they, with the Mark VI's? Mazda RX-8, the facelift car, as good as that is, it will not work. <laughs> I mean, they are very good-looking cars. Same with the uh, the MPS Mazda 3. Yeah. Something like that, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Ooh, another good car for £10,000. E55 AMG, 5.4 litre V8 with 476 horsepower for £10,000. I went through a phase at one point as well where I liked these sort of cars. And my plan was, I get a, an AMG for 10 grand, and then I just put in a heads-up unit, like with Apple CarPlay, boom, new car, 
with the fo- with five hundred horsepower V eight. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that that the thing is, what I like about this is it's the sort of car. It's not quick to sixty. It's not meant to be. It's the sort of car that say if you got, I don't know, your nan in, yeah, and yeah. you're off at shopping, yeah, and there's a lorry and you wanna, I don't know, have a laugh, make a jump a bit, and you floor it and it's like that's a lot of talk. It's them little pulls in the mid-range. Yeah. That's what I love about that car. Are we scaring pensioners again this week? No, they're scaring us after what they did at petrol station the other day. Yeah, that didn't go down very well, the comments, by the way. <laughs> a lot of boxsters for 10 grand. Um, I don't like 10 grand boxsters because you can tell the 10 grand boxsters. You know, when you see one on the road, you know, like, you're like, that's a cheap boxster. Mm. You know, because you can tell a dated Porsche. That's what I don't like about Porsches. Interiors change so much from generation to generation. You can tell that dated instantly. I mean, you I, might. I would have thought, that. right, a ten gram box. What you got to do? Is nice. get it detailed, get the wheels cleaned up. I mean, yeah, it's not a bad looking car, but it's a dated private plate car. on it, yeah. and it'll look. You know, this is this is a very 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 nice car. E sixty five fifty i V eight four point eight liter V eight. Are you just looking at BMWs now? No, I'm just looking at anything with a big engine that looks cool. Hmm. Nice, that, isn't it? £10,000. It's a what? 4.8 V8. Oh. 550i. It's not that uh, unreliable thing that they're all That's about, the M5. Oh. A lot of people compare the 550i to the M5, like, is it worth getting that V10 over the V8? And at the end of the day, they're both unreliable, so you may as well get the M5. <laughs> wow. I, I think that's what James... Um, there's a, there's a uh, 7 Series here, 5.4 litre. That might be a V12, that one. 750i, 1996. Uh, Jaguar XKR supercharged V8. Not a lot of power though. Maserati 3000. No, no, forget the power. Think of the noise. How much is that? 10 grand. Really? You get the supercharger noise as well. A lot of Range Rovers 4.4. Oh, that's the one. There we go. That's the Golf that um, you was on about. That one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, y- you did mention a couple of minutes ago uh, private plates. Mm. And I also mentioned this a couple of hours ago because, uh, you know, we'll have a little sl- little thing on the side while we're sc- scrolling through our trailer. So essentially, I had a job interview yesterday. Um, and I'm not kidding. I walked out of the job saying, I ain't getting that job. They're not going to. It's an apprenticeship because I'm in sixth form college at the minute. And they ended up phoning me up the same day saying, I've got it. Saying, would you like it? Would I like it? Yeah. Um, and then I said, well, we eventually stole them until today. And then today we went, yeah, I'll do it. So they've sent me all the forms, etc. Um, and basically, I'm going to be earning money. Um, and for me, it's quite a bit of money. I'm not going to disclose it. But it's a decent bit of money for my age, yeah? And obviously, I've got a first car coming up, so I can contribute to it. And one thing I definitely want that I'm going to buy probably before my first car is a private registration. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, I can't see your Polo registration plate, can I? No. Basically, it's R5. Plate starts with R5. I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, so essentially, I want to do that. So I'm thinking R5, blah, blah, blah. My initials are EJH, yeah? Mm-hmm. That's been taken. It's on a Jeep in the bottom of a ditch, and it's been uninsured for the last 10 years, sat with my plate on it. Very annoying. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so maybe we could do one episode where we're just like thinking of registration ideas <laughs> or like a five-minute segment. That'd be quite cool. Hmm. Sirocco R. Sorry, I've just completely switched up. Um, back to what we're doing. Sirocco R. Not bad. Twenty thirteen plate pre facelift. Good looking cars, but uh, you may as well get a golf for four wheel drive. 
If honestly, if they sold Sirocco's in four wheel drive, the golf would be dead. The Sirocco is the young man's car. They had to kill off the Sirocco, didn't they, to stop it from out doing the golf. It's always been like that. It's they've always had to be um, inferior products towards the golf because the golf's the beloved star child, isn't it? Mm, their cash cow. Yeah, uh, Kia Seed GT. Not bad. Yeah. Really? Mm. I thought you wanted one of them at one point. Uh, then I opened my eyes up. <laughs> Not me at all. I'm seeing a few got Mark V Golf R32s. There's one in perfect spec here. Uh, it's the nice blue. I don't know what it's called. Uh, has it got the leather seats? Has it got the leather seats? Has it got the leather seats? It does. And the only problem is it's a manual, not a DSG. But to be fair, you don't want a 15-year-old DSG. You don't even want a new one in some cases. I think if it had been out to go wrong with that car, it would have done it by that point. Yeah, I guess. Are you actually looking for anything here, or is it just me? <laughs> I can't get a word in. I was looking at... Uh, you can have an Audi A5. I've literally just looked at an A5. Diesel V6. Three litre. Uh, I, no, it's a two litre. What you can have is a 350Z convertible. Two litre petrol, this. Right. Guess how much? What, for a, an A5? Yeah. What year? 09. 10 grand. £3,300. I'm looking at the exact same car for £10,000. Well, how many miles has that done now? Um, a quarter of a million. This one's done 83, so I'm there just you go. Kidding. It's only done, it's done 170k. Yeah, it's still 90,000 more. A lot of SUVs. Lotus LS 600, that's nice. 5 litre V8. Christ, what time is it? I've just we've not been paying attention to the time here. Uh, we'll we'll go for a, a couple more minutes. Yeah, I think we're about the fifteen minute mark. But there you go. Yeah, you can get all generations of TT actually for ten thousand pounds. What do you have? Five for three and a half grand. One two five D. One two five D. Nice. <laughs> is it though? Hmm. Twenty fifteen car, two litre diesel. But how much power does it have? It's a one two five. So I, I would have thought twin turbo, two litre diesel, four cylinder. Eh? You could map that. That'd be awesome. Oh, you could map that to hell, couldn't you? Yeah. Uh, let me just look at standard spec on that. 215 horsepower, 330 pound foot. What's that, 500? Thereabout, near me? Could be. I think it is. That is decent. 60 in 6 seconds, but obviously it's a BMW and it's German, so they're always under um, thingy. Ooh. Ooh. This brings me on to, um, kind of back to Faithless as well, actually. Maxi Jazz. There's a... Uh, 2009 Focus ST 2.5 this is a five cylinder but it does bring me on to the RS they did you know the green one that is my favorite Ford of all time the Focus RS 2.5 liter V5 that lime green thing why I say Max does because he says um my like who's got the keys to my RS in one of his um things yeah but yeah I love that car that is I'd want to own a RS Focus at some point right I've gone into a stage anyone Mark 2 Mark uh Mark 1 Mark 2 Mark 3 love them all there's not one I don't like. I don't know why you didn't buy the uh, Focus RS over the Civic, to be honest. It was more expensive, but faster. Yeah, I know. And you also would have kept your money better. Correct. Oh, final car that I'm going to touch on, because we are getting on a bit. E55 AMG, I've touched on it before, but this is an estate version. I'm not going to lie, I usually like the look of estates, but that looks like a hearse. It doesn't look very nice, I don't think. Talking of hearses, did you see what that uh, company's done? They've made, it's one of these coach building companies, mm -hmm. and uh, they've made a hearse from a Mustang Mark E. Oh, you know, the electric yeah, 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 yeah. So it's quiet, you know, like a hearse should be. And the limo for the for the people behind, 
also a, a marquee electric car. Right. Um, one thing I will say just before we end this episode is well, I've just I'll, looked at... All, all I want to say is when it's my funeral, don't pick me up in a silent... Well, as long as you're paying, I'm not it's interested. It's got to be a V8. Pick me up in a V8. As long as you're paying. Uh, speaking of the C55, just before we end this episode, uh, this is quite shocking. Uh, so it's got a 5.4 litre engine. Yeah, supercharged V8, I think. Or it might be a V8 of some sort. Two, uh, 476 horsepower. 520 pound-feet of torque. That is a lot of torque in that estate, isn't it? Mm. Anyway, <laughs> that was the um, Auto Trader live session, I guess you could say. Yeah, but I look forward to putting the 3 million photos I'm on. not going to do it, because honestly, I won't be able to. You're just going to have to put some on. Well, I'll do the first half like I usually do. <laughs> we went through them far too quickly. But you did. You were drooling. Yeah, I did. Anyway, that is the uh, end to episode three. Um, we hope you enjoyed like the different style we've gone for it. Much more laid back and just sort of just winging cars. Anyway, we'll see you uh, next week and uh, take care. Yeah, okay. Ta-da. <laughs>